MLC coming to you live from South Dakota. Didn't make very many stops today, but we're getting ready for a big day tomorrow, starting near Arlington, South Dakota, and Adam Nielsen's. Then uh, kind of not 100% sure if we're going to go south or north from there, trying to work around people's schedules as some folks are putting in embryos and other folks have family stuff going on. But uh, we're going to be up here in South Dakota for four or five days and Reach out to me at 515-450-2800 if you'd like me to stop by. Here's what I got, Bates. I mean, you were one of the rookie year breeders that made my bull Monopoly famous back in the year 2008. Is that right? Born in 2006, displayed in 2007, and first calf crop in 2008. And uh, off the top of your head, what was that old cow? She was like Simi Angus or something, wasn't she? So I, <clears throat> I can tie a little bit of the story, Matt. It's funny that cow come out of Clingers out of Missouri. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, we just had uh, just had a couple stories about old Clingers with uh, Pig Boy Steve Martin, my boy. And he's yeah. not just a he's not just a Pig Boy. He's had a lot of success in the cattle ring too. But uh, yeah, tie that story together. So me and uh, a guy from oklahoma terry v Hill, went out there and mike Klinger spent the afternoon showing us around and we found that cow she was actually a denaro out of the bull that oh that's there. right yeah 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 kirk sterwell's old bull yep yep and, go ahead uh, i don't know like most guys tell on this story if you were going to come through our cows that wouldn't be one that you'd pick out you know she was i mean sure. she she isn't the stoutest thing but she was definitely real complete you know you bet and, uh, so uh, just to tell the story, um, this particular calf, I mean, we like Monopoly, but as Brett Carter and Corey Thompson asked me, dude, do you have ultimate confidence in the bull? And I was like, eh, maybe, sort of. But, I mean, he was in with a group of, of stout bulls, uh, Jimmy the Greek and Leroy Brown. Heck, there might have been a couple more that were pretty high rent deals. But I guess the point is Monopoly did surface as the one for that stood the test of time what made you trend towards monopoly back then i mean without your calf maybe that bull never gets started i don't know uh, matt i can remember there was that that year at denver there was a lot of display bulls there and that little bull was on the end of the alley if you remember right yep I, i'm not really it was an old it was in old uh fred and mary groom's corner spot as you just went up the uh Alley to the railroad tracks. He was the one right there on the corner. Yep, go ahead. I'm not sure if that thing stood on purple shavings, but, man, he looked good. And, I, yep. I mean, that thing, I mean, you go back, and that thing was bred about, uh, I mean, about what a guy needed to, to use, you know, and threw him at some of what we thought was our better cows, and we ended up with that calf, you know. And I yep. think when you stopped in year by, one, In year one, uh, how many Monop did he get? Do you remember off the top of your head or I think we had like, uh, I think we ended up with like three of them. No, I specifically remember coming with my camera. So you had, you had informed me that you had a burner out of the bull. Uh, do you remember? I mean, did you reach out to me at the day he was born or after a few weeks or how did that work? Well, I'd been gone, Matt, and I got home and seen that thing. And I think I remember calling you and saying, hey, I, I got a pretty damn good one here. And you said, all right, Bates, I'll be there in a week, run that cow-calf pair in and, and halt or break that calf. And and uh, that was kind of a new experience for, for us. We don't we ain't used to getting them things ready <laughs> you know, that early. 
you're not you know? uh you're not used to that ohio market picturing in in the no. spring and uh <laughs> if I re- as the story goes like you said you're old in here and i don't i'm not sure who was with you but well you guys threw that i believe i had my I believe i had my spring intern dan loffenberg he kind of he kind of remembered the story better than I did a few weeks back when I was up at his place. But and uh, that thing, uh, you guys did we, did we wash him or just simply blow him out and shave his head and his tail or what did we do? Yeah, you guys just blew in here and put about a fifteen minute cliff gob on him, and the calf ran out there and jumped jumped the ditch, and we snapped a picture of him, and <laughs> I think he was on like page three or four of the show circuit. Uh, was it the May issue or the April issue? I think it was a May issue. Yep. And I mean, this is where the story gets good. That little calf and that little picture, little old original Monopoly out of Ryan Bates's De Niro cow, showed up from Eastern Iowa. Looked that calf. Uh, Wade Rogers. I tell you, Wade was actually got married that weekend. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that. Mr. Anderson, he actually had to be back for a wedding rehearsal, and he, he asked me what the quickest way out of here was. He sold to Clayton Burns, and, and yeah. then Clayton and Kyle sold that calf to Howdy. So so did you bid him off, or did you sell him privately? Well, we bid him off. He ended up bringing 12-5 to, to Clayton. Huh. I hauled him to Texas down there to Clayton, and, and I'm pretty sure Kyle Kreiner was in on the deal. They sell that calf to Howdy Tucker for 20000 and um, that calf wins Fall Classic uh, in oh. Texas, which was a pretty big deal. I mean... I know when he won Fall Classic, Matt, there was well over 600 head there. I guess I don't know the end story on that calf. Did he go to Fort Worth, or where did he go? I, I think that calf ended up at Kansas City. I... You know, you got Monopoly going, so how about that? That's that's kind of a feather in you and Dell Bates' cap. Uh, a steer that had some success at Exarbon, and then also sold a calf real good through, I think, Dustin Glover to Clayton Fry. So if you could tell the two stories about those two calves quick, uh, yeah, I mean, especially the one that wins Exarbon. Uh, tell us the pedigree in the background and some of the story on those two as well. There's a girl from here that lives in Iowa now by the name of Sarah Stover. That ain't no girl. That's the girl that showed the lifeline steer that old, uh, old Dietz and Olsen raised that uh, we talked about in my Troy Paliak interview. Anyways, Sarah Stover became Sarah, became Sarah Weisinger, and uh, Sarah's hometown is maybe 10 or 15 minutes from you, right? Right. And uh, Sarah, in 2000, and I believe it was five, which would have been before this Monopoly deal, she won the state fair with the Lifeline Steer for me and Troy. Right. And then, Sarah, so go ahead. Her and, uh, as you said, she's married to Nate Weisinger, and they were out here visiting family, and uh, Sarah and Nate happened to come by the house. And we had, uh, that thing was out of, a, that exorbitant steer was out of a draft pick cow. Pretty sure. Yeah, it was the main bull. They, they ended up buying that calf. And taking it back there and selling it to the- Brian, Brian England. He's saved in my phone as steer jockey because that's what his license plates on his uh, truck say. And a background story to Mr. Steer Jockey Brian England is, and that's not to be confused with Nelson England, who won't come on my podcast, but Brian England is from Mount Air, Iowa. And uh, Brian is the breeder of the Big Papa steer that the Kevin Morrow family showed. Uh, Monopoly Ali in 2012-13 that uh, won the American Royal, 27-time champion. I don't. I think he only was beaten once or twice. Uh, Morrow showed him through the prospect season, and then a little guy by the name of Mr. LF bought him halfway through the prospect season, and 
ended up trading him to the Colonel Steve Bonham. And uh, Baylor wins uh, the American Royal the following year uh, under Judge Jim Williams. So we're packing a lot of history into this episode, Bates. And so that, that steer goes on to be a third overall steer at Iowa State Fair for, for England's. Yep. Um, that steer, they then take that steer on to Exarban. Dell Bates went out there. Dell and, and Ward Eckelhoff were like. Dell is your and Dell is your uncle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ward Eckelhoff had a red, a red steer apparently that that England's in that, but they'd been back and forth all year long. And I want to say that that steer Ward's was reserved to us at Exarban, and so. Cool. Yeah. I guess that brings me to the modern day. I was out at your place this spring, and we always like it best whenever your best cattle are out of my stuff. But I'm going to tell you what, Bates, you raised this year one of the most outstanding young donor prospects that I've seen this year. She would rank highly or similar to uh, the red and white MAB heat wave sooner that me and old Wadro bought uh, full sisters out of in West Virginia from Mrs. Burkholby or Ms. Burkholby, I should say. Anyways, tell me the pedigree on your old yellow baldy calf. Oh, she's a she'd be an embryo calf. She's a yellow jacket out of the five thousand five cow bagulkas. Uh, so I don't usually do this, Bates. But how much do you want for? Her? I want to buy that girl. Uh, she ain't for sale, Matt. She'll be raising your next promo bull for you. So, mm, no, that's that's not the answer I want. How much do you <laughs> want for her, Bates? No, I'm not selling her. She's not for sale. <laughs> That's that's all fine and dandy, and as my buddy Steve Watson would say from Ohio, profit is not a dirty word. So, how much do you want for her, Bates? <laughs> nope, not for you. You're stubborn. Yep. So, anyways, yeah, high high quality animal. You're raising them good. I know that it's a little tougher for you to get the traffic out there to the western side of Colorado. Anyways, uh, I've done really well. It's Colorado. Western Colorado stock over the last. Uh, Ms. Kim O'Neill raised me a pretty good no guts that sold to Tennessee through me and Nelly, and then uh, you know Richard White's been raising them good for a long time. Blaine Franklin's been raising them good out there. Uh, recently, oh, um, who is it? Brad Fassett moved into the county, and then uh, you got Lesky down there in Durango still raising them darn good. Had a darn good money talks this year. So, I mean, there's high powered, high quality breeders out there. I would say in terms of king of the mountain, in terms of being on top of that western side of the mountain, I think you've done as good as any of them, Bates. So good job, buddy. Thank you, sir. And I can't wait to do more business in the future. All right, that'll work. Real quick shout, real quick shout out. Let's talk about, uh, I mean, I guess we mentioned Dell previous or just briefly. uh, I mean, can you give just a brief uh, synopsis of your schooling? Did you, You went to Oklahoma State, correct? Went to Oklahoma State, yes, sir. I went there more for the connections and the education, but the education was good, you know? Yep, absolutely. And then what year approximately did you graduate? Uh, I graduated in 05, 2005, moved back home, and me and Dale been on this cattle deal ever since, you know? Yeah, you bet. Well, you said it's a drought out there. I hope you get some good Lord win on. I hope you get some rain and uh, keep your old cows rolling and, Well, darn sure be in touch with you. I think you're going to be really happy with how this podcast turns out, okay? Thanks, Matt.